Well, hello everyone, it's Pam. It's time to pull up a chair on Christmas Eve and chat. I have Gary in here with me once again. I'm actually invading your space again. Well, happy Christmas Eve. Thank you. I can't stop invading your space. <laughs> I think well, it's, it's a, a trend. nice space. It is. It's you know, very... you gotta you gotta admit it's cozy. It's, it's very cozy. Welcoming. It's comfy. It is. You can see all the sports you want to. I can. That's why <laughs> I am addicted to to uh, skipping and Shannon, or as I lovingly call them, Skibannon. <laughs> you know more about sports than you ever have. I, that's true that you're not wrong about that I was noticing in some of my photos throwback photos from Christmas past on Facebook uh, we as I have said we've scaled way back on decorations this year but one thing I kind of miss having out are my <laughs> my Christmas telegrams that I got as a child. Wow. I have two that are in frames and it came up in my memories. But um, you've been a pretty good girl? Yeah, one of them was... <laughs> <laughs> they were supposed to be from Santa and and one of them is worded um, that I've been a pretty good girl. So, <laughs> you know. And then the other one was that I'd been a wonderful, splendid, really good... So, um, through the years, I never did get confirmation. I knew one was from my mother and one was from my grandmother. And <laughs> <laughs> the pretty good girl, definitely from my from my mom. <laughs> the truth of the matter. That's the difference. It's you know the the grandmother mother mother kind of thing. A lot of stuff in the news today that I don't want to touch on. I'm trying to for today and tomorrow. I'm avoiding the news actually. I'm not avoiding the news uh, so much. I'm I'm paying attention, but I'm just not posting anything. I I did first thing this morning, then I took it off, and I thought, you know, I'm not going to be political for today. I'm going to try to stick to that for today and tomorrow. I don't know if I'll be able to. Although when I make up my mind, I'm pretty good about it. However, I do want to talk about one uh, one political thing uh, because I think it's. Uh, it's really important, and uh, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger who has taken money from his own pocket to increase voting places in Georgia, and if you pay attention to what Arnold Schwarzenegger has said about his own party, uh, it's really pretty interesting in the fact that people have to take their own money to do this is, is not a good thing. So that's, you know, kudos kudos to Arnold. Yeah, kudos um, to Arnold. Yeah, because that is his own party that he is talking about. Um, I want to talk about hairstyles a little bit. I want to talk about Sex in the City, and I want to talk a little bit about some Annie's. Um, so first up, let's talk about hairstyles. Recently on social media, um, it was one of these kind of throwaway uh, sites that really doesn't deserve to even be mentioned specifically. But it was it was really clickbait, honestly, to get you to drill down into their site and to look for um, look at their ads mm -hmm. as you as you go through it. But it was over 30 hairstyles that you should never wear again from this day forward. And and I I went down into it just so I could podcast about it. So they got my clicks. Yeah, they got they sucked you in. They they got my clicks, but only as re, to research. And I hate giving clicks to to places like that. But basically, what I discovered 
there is no hairstyle you can wear now. It's they're all out. I mean, if you take into account over thirty styles that you shouldn't wear, and this is women. None of them were men, by the way. Uh, everything's out of style. Every single hairdo that you want, short, long, crimped, permed, straight. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Flat ironed. They're all out. There is nothing you can wear. So, bottom line, wear what you want. Do what you want. But it made me, the more I drilled down into it, the more it made me want to do all of them that they said don't do. Do them all. I wanted to do them all. It's like, no, I will do whatever hairstyle I want to do and shut up. Uh, I think probably most people are with you on that. I think so, too. Yeah. And, and um, so, uh, that was really just stupidity, I thought. You sent me something, and then I've done some more research on it, about HBO being on the verge of signing the old Sex and the City gang. Reboot time. Yeah. yeah. And one thing that you said is, as I researched it more, was your first thing you said was it's Sex and the City, the Golden Girls version. <laughs> and we never watched the Golden Girls, you and I. We never... We never did really, but we know about it, no, definitely. We know about it. It had amazing actresses that, that uh, gave that show a lot of years of success. Sex and the City on HBO started in 1998 and it ended in 2004. So it has been gone a long time. They want to do this re- reboot without Kim Cattrall. And uh, where did they go with this? I don't think she wanted to be in it, did she? Oh no 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 no! Yeah. She no, it's all her. They're yeah. but they're they're going to do it without her. But no, it was her call, her decision. Uh, she's been very vocal about how she felt about it. But but when you uh, uh, really, why I'm bringing it up more than to say, don't do this show. It's about money. It was the research that I did and the commenting uh, about it, and basically people almost unanimously there were very few comments or thoughts on this that were pro do it very few and the ones that were so i'm just curious to see where they're gonna how they're gonna do this but uh like many shows when people said they went back and tried to watch the series again how it really you know kind of bad the writing was the acting wasn't great and they really dissected it pretty harshly the show, uh, you know, like I watched it. I was such a great fan. I wouldn't even take phone calls when it was on. And then when I went back recently and tried to rewatch it, I was why, why was I such a fan? Because even, you know, the fashions, every single piece of it, these women were with the exception of Kim. Kim was the one who got the praise in all of these comments about the idea that HBO is going to reboot this. It was like, you know, Kim, Kim, Kim was the one. And, and I thought, do they not know, do they not do research and find out that in hindsight, without Kim and, and the Samantha character, really, that people don't really have very nice comments to say about the rest of the show. Uh, it's really, it was really interesting to me when I did the research on trying to do this, this reboot. Yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of shows that don't hold up to scrutiny when you go back and, mm-hmm. you know, years later and really, you know, do that dissection. Yeah. And uh, and it's it's just, uh, you know. It's about money. Yeah, it's it really, yeah, it's all about the money. Even I Love Lucy, the iconic I Love Lucy, yeah. that is still held up 
from the 50s, when you sit and watch a lot of those episodes, they were, hackneyed, they were, they weren't that great. I mean, some of them are really bad. Then there are those that are absolute classics that will make you laugh. You will appreciate well, it. And, and, but you think back and look at in the 50s what they had to do. They had to crank out those shows like once a week, once a week, once a week. Yeah. And, you know, the writers, as good as they are, you know, you're not going to hold up to that. Forever. Well, and they had so many to do. I mean, those yeah. seasons were long. Yeah. You had you started in September and you went through May and then they went on hiatus and you had reruns and stuff through the summer until they would start again in yeah. the fall. So much. And, and you can see where they cannibalized each other. I mean, as you, you see Dick Van Dyke, which was in the 60s, uh, Isle of Lucy cannibalized the honeymooners the you know they all cannibalized each other and that still goes on yeah. to this day it's like wait a minute wait a minute they did that another show did that back in the day and mm-hmm. you can see the writers went and and cannibalized other other shows or they fall back on the looking back on how they would have been if the, if it went differently friends did an episode and it was one of the worst where they looked back on what if right you know right. the what ifs what if the phoebe character had been a high-powered attorney or you know so anyway well and they think the audiences don't catch on to that but it's just like uh carl reiner skits and the thrill of it all you know people see it <laughs> I think Carl Reiner was... Or maybe that was another Doris Day movie. No, it was the thrill of it was all. Was it? Yeah, no, absolutely. And he was just such a... a well, I, I can't say enough good about Carl Reiner as a, as a comedic actor and writer. But, I mean, they, he, he knew how to, to, to skewer Hollywood brilliantly. Uh, he was one of the really true geniuses of he comedy. Was. But in the thrill of it all, it's the two little kids that are very much, you know, very much children. And, you know, in the Carl Reiner characters is, oh, when questioned about, well, aren't they going to notice we did this show last week? It's, oh, and the ad reps are, you know, like, <laughs> not Carl Reiner, but the, the executives, were, yes, oh, uh, it's it's way, way. The general public is not going to, you know. Yeah, the executives, and then Carl Reiner was the one actually playing the the, the role of, of the same thing every <laughs> week, and then he cuts to the two kids going, they did that show last week. <laughs> Classic. Well, and to me, I'm thinking about Carl Reiner being at home with Rob Reiner and his own children sitting yeah. there going, <laughs> and then he went and wrote that, you know, it's, <laughs> as he did on Dick Van Dyke. It's, you know, the, the, it's the same, same kind of thing. Anyway, that's, that's, uh, that's TV land. I want to talk about two Annies that I really like. One is uh, Annie, uh, Annie Lennox's singer. Love, love, love her. Uh, but I also like the, oh, iconic, I guess, photographer, Annie Leibovitz. I oh, mean, yeah. she was the first uh, female photographer uh, assigned as the general photographer, uh, 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 the number one photographer on at Rolling Stone. Oh, yeah, legendary. Absolute legendary. She has, uh, if you don't know about her, you're going to have to go and, and find out for yourself about her history. Why I bring her up is that she is offering a master class 
and you can get two memberships into her master class for $180. So I'm thinking, you know, we may look we may look at that because I thought that might be something mm. for us to uh, just as a, on a general interest level of going into the mind of being exposed to uh, in a class. So, you know, we love classes sometimes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just saw it this morning. It's the first time I had seen so I need I need to learn a lot more about what that what you get. It's kind of a two for you know a two for one kind mm. of thing into her master class photography, uh, whether you are using your you know we have our new iPhones and our new cameras that we still don't know a lot about. So I thought right. maybe it's the time. <laughs> to, yeah. Um, we have taken a photography class together. When I met you, you were already way. A photographer going along with your journalism uh, education. I always love photography. You know, it's just I think the creative aspect of it is what I like about it because, you know, when it's just you and that frame of the camera, and you get to decide, you know, what what where it's going to be and what the lighting is going to be, and then the f stops, and uh, so you have all this creative control over the uh, and then. Of course, when I had a dark room, you could also do tricks in the dark room, and just like you could do on the cameras today, you can filter, you can, you know, all those different things. So. I think the first time I went into a dark room with you to develop photos and to see how that worked, I, I kind of miss that aspect of the the old school. And I think we've talked about it before on a podcast, but where you had the you take the film as is done in the quirky film that you and I both like with David Hemming's blow up from the 60s where he is a photographer and mm-hmm. he uh, is in the dark room doing what you did you know when I first met you in the dark room with the and you you put the the, the paper into the into the different chemicals and it begins to come up and it is it is magical I I was so I, I still have a love for that process. Yeah, yeah, it really is because then you're you really get okay. It's beginning to come in now. What have I created? What have I done? And yeah, uh, what did you what did you really get uh, as you're snapping? And you had that great thirty five millimeter camera with different lenses that you could do so much with. It was much more interesting, compelling, and and uh, uh, fascinating than what we do now. With our with our phones, uh, even though what we do with our phones is amazing. Yeah, you know it's as as much as uh, I enjoyed that whole process. You know, I think uh, being able to recreate and and really go several steps above now on your iPhone, uh, they just get more and more sophisticated, and uh, you know, obviously the. Uh, People like Annie Libowitz are, you know, they're they're such masters of their craft. You know, they probably still do it maybe the old way. Mm-hmm. I don't oh, know. Sure. But uh, digital is is just, you know, it's it's amazing what you can do. Well, I think the first thing that leaps out is like our very first big vacation was our honeymoon vacation in the Virgin Islands for two weeks, and you took. I don't remember you make how many rolls of, <laughs> of 35 millimeter film. 
and then you get home and then you have to get all of that developed yeah. to see what you've got. Where, where, did I get anything? Was right. it good? And so now it is instantaneous. You know what your what your photo is going to be. And yeah, I do play around with the functionality of the iPhone uh, photos and you're able to do to manipulate so much sometimes you don't want to they're perfect the way they are and sometimes you need to adjust the lighting and and make changes in it but all of that aside what I still to this day with our when we are together taking photos what I find to be true is the same thing as when I first met you when you had your 35 millimeter and the 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 nature photos that you took and the the photos whether it was of people and yeah I went through a whole jealous thing of the fashion photos you took of other girls uh, that's another that's another story I think I've already talked about that actually on a on a podcast <laughs> I had to get over that young girl jealousy that I had <laughs> of, of I'm talking about me being a young girl filled with jealousy of you taking photos of <laughs> other young girls uh, in photos fashion photos kind of shoots but. Uh, ancient history there but still but we're the point I'm trying to make here is we're together we are at, actually on this date uh, last year we were on uh, we were in Turks and Caicos we were on Grand Turk Island we were taking photos uh, we still have those differences when we come back together and we look at each other's photos, you will always try. Oh, I can't even use that word. You will always, uh, you know, out snake me <laughs> <laughs> on the on the the eye that you have for. It's like, oh my God, that is. I didn't even catch that, and you have captured. And I'm I'm not blowing smoke here. It's the truth. It's, well, thank you. No, it's no thanks. It's just the truth. It's irritating because it's like, oh. I didn't even catch that. And you will come back with completely different set of photos. And I'm over here snapping you, snapping things, or, you know, <laughs> you <laughs> doing this or that. And you're actually snapping memorable, beautiful uh, photos that are just for the website and, you know, for us to enjoy and incredible so i thought that was interesting about annie and we'll see if we as we find out more information about that yeah want to end on something uh that's important today happy birthday to guess who dr fauci is 80 today hey so happy birthday happy national hero for sure so i hope all of you will visit our website and check out photos that gary does take because they're awesome and we have a lot of photos on our website, NorthPalmBeachLife.com. I don't even know how many. I don't know, but uh, uh, you know, they you, you have a ton of great photos, and and we mix them up, and uh, yeah, we love photos. And our website, uh, I mean, our, our YouTube channel by the same name, um, NorthPalmBeachLife.com. Both of those. I hope that you have a, a happy holiday today, and whatever you are doing there in your life. And that's a wrap.